Welcome to the Pretty Powerful Podcast, where powerful women are interviewed every week to share real inspiring stories and incredible insight to help women or anyone break the barriers, be a part of innovation, shatter the glass ceiling, and dominate to the top of their sport, industry, or life's mission. Join us as we celebrate exceptional women and step into our power. And now, here's your host, Angela Gennari. Thank you for joining us. This is the Pretty Powerful Podcast, and I am Angela Gennari. I am sitting here with Jesslyn Rollins. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I am so excited because you have um, a really tremendous story, and I can't wait to tell it. But I'm going to do a quick bio intro for you. In 2016, Jesslyn Rollins was approached by her father, Atlanta-based anesthesiologist Dr. Trey Robbins, about his new product, BioLite that was supposed to simulate an IV, but in a drinkable form. It was created as a remedy for his wife, who was battling breast cancer at the time and suffering from severe dehydration from the chemo treatments. Insistent on discovering for herself if this product really worked, Jesslyn immediately jumped into sales mode and with a background in theater and performing arts, started collecting data from her own experiences and then moved into high school, athletic departments, and college fraternities via a cooler of the liquid supplement from the back of her car. She met with large beverage distributors before eventually landing her first big account in Kroger in hundreds of stores across the Southeast. Initially, Jesslyn single-handedly sold, packaged, shipped, and even delivered BioLite personally to everyone who purchased. Since the brand's inception, Jesslyn has held every position in the company, from BioLite Director of Sales, Chief Sales and Marketing Officer, to CEO, managing the sales, marketing, operations, finance, and production teams. BioLite has doubled in profits every year since Jesslyn took over and is now a multi-million dollar company. Congratulations. Thank you. She ingrains herself in Each community where BioLite is sold recruits and manages every employee and works with each individually to help further develop their skills and specific roles. In the past three years, Jesslyn has also led the company in a new sales direction by spearheading brand expansion into pharmacies, healthcare, and the sports world. Under her leadership, BioLite is now available across various big box stores on Amazon and is sold in notable independent stores across the country. That's amazing. So. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all that needs to be said. You all don't right, need to know anything else about me. <laughs> that made me right. sound exceptional. You are exceptional. That's amazing. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't so know about cool. that. But I, I very much appreciate um, the intro. That was yes, really nice. absolutely. Well, it gives everybody a really good perspective about who you are and mm-hmm. kind of you know the caliber of person we're dealing with here. So I appreciate that because <laughs> you really have done some. Incredible things. And um, what I love about that is that your father came to you with an idea. Um, I am just amazed that he came up with this because his wife was battling cancer. Mm-hmm. And that is just, there's there's no greater love than a husband who thinks to himself, how do I save my wife and make her comfortable right now? Yeah. And I mean, just the his his thoughtfulness in, I know there's a solution to this dehydration. How do I get there? And he just did it. And it's amazing to me. Um, my ex-husband also battled cancer. And so he's a cancer survivor. And I remember those days of the intense dehydration after chemotherapy. And it it is really – and I mean, Gatorade is, you know, while it's a, a – similar product. It's also a lot of sugars and a lot of dyes and, you know, things that you have to question, like, you know, what are the 
pros and cons, whereas BioLite is really just an IV in a bottle, like you were saying. I mean, that's that's incredible. That's what we trademarked. So uh, I think that's so that's so cool. And I actually saw it. Um, my son had the flu a couple weeks ago, and I was at Kroger, and it's sitting in a basket right in front of the pharmacy. So I thought that was a brilliant position for the <laughs> it, for it to be in. It is. Uh, very much a brilliant position for it for yeah. that to be in. So yes. thank you. Shout out to the sales team. For yeah, there. <laughs> for sure. So tell me a little bit about um, your background was very different than, you know, you are now the CEO of BioLite, which is great, but you started out in all in a totally different trajectory. So, <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know where it was headed, but it was somewhere. Yes. So, and I love that you have a theater background because it totally comes across in your personality. You have this bubbly, you know, energetic, amazing personality. So I'm sure that helps you crush it in sales. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, Hopefully, I live up to expectations. I know I just met you, but um, yeah. So, so here's here's really my my background. So I avoided business classes like they <laughs> right. were the plague. The right. only reason why you would have found me in a business class back in college is me scoping out my husband. Right. To be honest with you. <laughs> um, and, but I just, I avoided them. I was very much more into theater. I was into performance. I was into human development. I was yes. into, there were some of my favorite classes, which makes sense, you know, from what I just said, um, on romantic relationships yes. and how to make them work and the dynamics of, you know, what makes a positive relationship versus what makes a negative relationship and, mm -hmm. you know, two people to fall apart. So that was, I, I freaking loved those classes. Like, right. I am the type of person that sits on the front row, raises my hand. I mean, people were like, God bless this chick. <laughs> like, she is so annoying. <laughs> that was me. Um, I, I just, I love learning. I love people. And I had no earthly idea mm. what I wanted to do. So my dad is an anesthesiologist, you know, completely brilliant medical background. My mom is a stay-at-home mom raising me and my two older sisters sisters, we were very much a challenge. So we needed as much handholding as humanly possible. Right. Thank you, mom. <laughs> and we really, like, all, all three of us really only had dad as the guiding place of where we wanted to go. But I was yeah. so bad mm. at science right? <laughs> that it was like, no freaking way. <laughs> like, this is not for me. Right. So... I really, all I wanted to do was keep my GPA up high enough to where I literally didn't cancel out any possible opportunity. I mean, we were mm -hmm. talking, I didn't know if I wanted to go down this route or this route or this route. I just didn't want any doors closed. Yes. So yeah. anyway, as one does when they graduate from college and they have no idea what to do with themselves, um, they pretty much take the first job that is thrown at them, right. which I went out to lunch with this very attractive guy uh -huh. who ran a recruiting company. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a recruiter. <laughs> so I had zero like knowledge of that, zero not. I mean, once again, like I said, I avoided business like the plague. Right, right. But I was very interested in you know, him. I thought he was very charismatic and kind of learning what this world could look like. But if you had told me back in the day 
that I would still be recruiting like I am now, yeah. I would have I would have literally thought to myself that my life had spiraled out of control. Right. <laughs> and I was like, where – I would have been very concerned right. about where my life was headed. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I did the recruiting thing, was like – was really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed that startup culture, really enjoyed – you know, meeting, talking to people. But then I was like, I kind of kept falling back on my theater roots. Like I did, I did a play. I was in the musical um, Oklahoma. I was 80 Annie. Very Um, cool. A lot of fun. But I realized as a full-time profession, not for me. And then right after the recruiting job, I started um, this gig at the Laughing Skull Comedy Lounge. And we, so I went into it being like, hey, I'm going to try out comedy. Like, I'm going to yeah. see what that's like. Right. And because I was pretty good at it in college. Sure. Why not stand up? Right. I was so horrendous at stand up <laughs> that I ended up, I ended up selling tickets. Oh. <laughs> so by this time, I, I was approached by my dad, as you mentioned. Right, right. And he was – it wasn't so much like – now looking back on it, like the, the way that you phrased it, dad came with – dad came to me with this full-fledged, formed plan of like, this is BioLite. Right, right. It is going to be <laughs> X, Y, Z. Like he right. told me about BioLite over wine in our den when I was living at home. Wow. He was like, listen, this uh, – I've got this thing. It's coming to the house. It's uh, it's supposed to simulate IV fluid, which what the heck does that mean? Right, right, right. And uh, he was like, I made it because, you know, your mom going through cancer. We couldn't keep her hydrated. So I think that this is going to be really something awesome. And Jesslyn, you're good at talking to people. You are, you know – you're not really going anywhere. So like, I would love for you to head up sales. And so that's how I got, I got thrown into BioLite pretty much. And so it wasn't this clear cut path, but the moment that I tried BioLite, the moment that you know, the first high school that I brought, and I'm fast forwarding, but stay with me. I I gave it to my high school football team and they had such success with it. Wow. Was when I was like, okay, I think I have something. Yeah. And this improv, this fun of talking to people, this like excitement of the unknown, of building something. I just, I attached my wagon to the star that was BioLite or what I saw as the star that was BioLite and haven't looked back since. That's amazing. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Because it was almost like your dad was saying, hey, you need a better job. I've got one for you. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what, what that was. What, what's so cool about that is that you've taken it and just blown it up into this incredible company. So that says a lot about you and your ambition and your charisma, because that is one thing I will give you is you are so charismatic. And I'm sure you could walk into a room and sell ice to Eskimos. So it doesn't (laughs) surprise me that you've blown this company up the way you have. (laughs) I don't do cold weather. So that would not work. Okay, good. Love Georgia. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Go dogs. (laughs) Go dogs. So, um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I love it because when you start a business, we all come in with this incredible ambition, but we, we have to stumble and fall a little bit. Right. And so you did this one thing on Amazon and I thought it was, um, 
hysterical reading it, but I'm sure sitting on the other side, not so hysterical. So tell me about your Amazon experience. <laughs> so so here's the deal. This was back in the early days of BioLite. Uh-huh. So BioLite has been around for a little bit over five years. BioLite got started in 2017, and now we're in 2022. Uh-huh. So back in the early days... Amazon was a big piece of the business because that is how we got BioLite out there to customers where we didn't have distribution in those certain states. So it was an incredible opportunity for us to get eyeballs. Okay. So anyway, back in the day when I was doing way too much and all of them not well, right, right. you know, selling, trying to do the accounting, trying to do the logistics, trying to do the deliveries, trying to do, you know, run the e-commerce page, the whole right. nine yards. Um, what happened was, was that we had this code on Amazon for specific people that we wanted to sample the product to. Okay. So if you were a friend or you got referred to BioLite or you were a big wig, we would give you this code and it would be you could order BioLite off of Amazon for free. Okay. So it would literally take the cost of a case and make it zero. So nice. you could so we could send out samples and we didn't have to worry about the logistics and the delivery ourselves. Yeah, that sounds brilliant it, in theory. It was. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, you just have yeah. to do it properly. <laughs> so when I set this thing up, I I, I did it wrong. Uh-huh. And I put in the code for, you know, take it 100% off. But the problem that when I set it up was that I made it public. Oh. There is a box where you have to click, do you want this code to be private or do you want this code to be public? Uh And I am not detail oriented in that way. (laughs) Like I've, I've always been, I've always been an A student, Uh but I've been a very frustrating A student. Never like, never like a 98 or a 99. I was always like a solid 90. Right, right. With everything that I do, there's always a 10% that I'm missing. Uh And this is one of those examples. Right. So no joke. We just start murdering on Amazon. I mean, sales are flying off the shelves. We're like, we're making it big. (laughs) We're doing this thing. Like, this is incredible. And all of a sudden, after like three weeks, we're like, why is so many sales coming out of this one town in Louisiana? Oh, wow. Like this one person bought 100 cases of BioLite. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And we were like, what's happening? And so we go back through and, and you know, my parents are pointing fingers at me. I'm pointing fingers at anyone else but myself. <laughs> like, it was freaking miserable. Uh-huh. When it comes down to it, it actually turns out to be my fault. I want to throw myself into the Chattahoochee River and uh-huh. drown. And no joke, my parents, as wonderful and as, you know, giving me as much bubble wrap as humanly possible to grow this thing. We had $25,000 of just lost sales. And in those early days, that was – it was brutal. Yeah. I should have been fired. Right. No, ma'am. Yeah. Absolutely not. (laughs) But I wasn't. I'm still here. Yes. And now now you're the CEO. I am. I am. Oh, God. (laughs) Now you're the CEO. God, that makes – my whole team is like – 
help us. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. So, but we all have those though. And that's yeah. what's so crazy is that those are those gut check moments where you're like, uh, yeah, not cut out for this at all. But, but you rebound, you know, you figure it out, you rebound, and then you made a smart hire. You, you made a great hire and you were like, I, my weak point is logistics, right? And so you made a smart hire in logistics. And that's what we do. We, we, we hire for our weaknesses <laughs> so that we can continue crushing it at the things we're good at. 100%. I mean, it, it it didn't take that instance to tell me that I was not good at logistics. Uh-huh. I mean, that was very much apparent right, right. from day one. Okay. <laughs> um, but it definitely – it, it definitely showed me because I am detail oriented. Like sure. when it comes to outfits and the way things look, and you know, just the the way things are centered. Like I'm I'm super OCD when it comes to the label and marketing and branding. But when it comes to those ticky tacky, like will it arrive there on time? Will it not? Having that person that their brain is structured that way to think that way, that was that was very much vital yes. for me to survive. Right. And now we have those people. Right. And that's amazing. And that's what you do, right? Yeah. You start figuring it out. And, you know, I think all of us come into owning a business or being the CEO of a business with this idea that things are going to fall into place and they don't really, <laughs> right? Like you have to stumble a few times and then you have to figure it out. And then you're like, wow. Um, I mean, there I've had more than one late night where, you know, I stood up thinking, yeah, I just can't believe I, I screwed up that badly. I mean, and you make bad hires occasionally and you, you, you get through it. And, you know, it's just the tenacity that you need as a business owner, as a CEO, that, that eventually it will all come together for you. So, um, tell me a little bit more about BioLite because one of your core values is family. Yes. So how did that come about? And I'm, I mean, for me, it's obvious that, you know, this was a product that your father had invented, um, to help your mother and then brought his daughter in to say, Hey, you know, I think you could do this. Let's go do this together. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that it's family. So tell me a little bit more about that, how that came about and what your other core values are. Yeah. So just to call out when dad had me head up sales, uh-huh. um, there is a, there is a cat. Just one thing to say about that that's attached to that. So when he initially had me, hey, I want, you know, approached me about it. Right. I, you know, I was like, yes, of course he wants me to run sales. Like, duh, that makes so much sense. Right. Um, right. Where he told me as of recent, he was like, Jessalyn, I just didn't want to pay anybody. Oh. And <laughs> which, like, thank you know, thank God, I was available, very much available. So, so here's the deal: we, our leadership team, back in the early days, back in like 2018, were sitting around my dining room table in my condo in Brookhaven. Okay, and that was the COO, um, who who was uh, like a operations manager. You had like our outsourced accountant, and then myself. And we were all sitting around the table. And one of the things that the the operating manager said that we had to have, and, and both of these people were contractors. Okay. But we were working very closely together building the business. Right. And one of the things that the that the operations manager brought to the table was this book called Traction. Okay. So yeah. traction was 
and still is the lifeblood of our entire business. That's awesome. And traction, the way that they lay everything out is it's an operational system that your business runs on. Mm -hmm. This is how we do meetings. This is how we you know, this is our communication cadence. This is what we stand for. This is our vision. And one of those things was the core values. Yes. So we mm -hmm. mapped out three days where we were building, you know, the the meat, the heart, the heartbeat of the business okay. through traction. And that in one of those days, we laid out our core values. So we all wrote down what we thought was important to us and this, that, and the other. And we laid out we ended up with five final core values. High performance, uh -huh. family, understanding, adaptability, mm -hmm. and proactiveness. And okay. pretty much at that point in time, we were throwing darts. Yeah. Because that's all you can do in right. the beginning. You're just mm -hmm. trying things, as you mentioned. Absolutely. And the craziest thing that has happened with that experience is that those have formed – everything that we do in the business. We're Absolutely. talking from from the way that we – like who we hire to who we recognize is not fitting in our culture mm -hmm. to how we bonus to how we – I mean, literally everything in the business. We actually just came out with an award ceremony called wow. the Ivies, which okay. is so cute. <laughs> I love it. Um, and – we instead of saying like top producer, you know, Miss Congeniality, whatever, mm -hmm. we we award people based off of those five core values. Like okay. it is yep. it is a it's everything to buy a light. And we so the thing going back to family specifically, the reason why family has stood the test of time is not only because Yes, this was built out of a need because my mom had breast cancer. Right. And we rallied behind her to help her feel better by creating this product. Mm -hmm. But what it also means is how you treat people in the company. Yeah. So how you treat your teammates as a family member. You recognize birthdays. You recognize yeah. work anniversaries. You are kind and considerate and you try and you want to make people feel safe. I don't think that there's ever anything worse than leaving a room knowing that people are talking about you. Yes. Absolutely. And I never wanted that feeling. And then there's also this other layer of like benefits that we provide because of that very, very important value of family that like, you know, if you're our maternity leave mm -hmm. is highly competitive. You know, you've got, hey, my son just broke his arm. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Go be with him. Right, right. Hey, Absolutely. you know, my wife just went went into labor. Like, hey, please uh, yeah. do not answer your email. Like, we'll, we'll take care of it. Like, we'll cover for you. Family is so important to us and a main reason why I believe that we have grown as much as we have is because people are searching for that. Absolutely. They're they not just searching for, hey, you know, can I work from home? Mm -hmm. They're looking for that, you know, how are you going to support my family in the job and out of the job? And that is something that BioLite provides. That's very cool because I think that the pandemic, the pandemic has really brought that to life too. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of companies are really seeing that it's not just um, pay, right? So – 
you know, obviously pay has been a big discussion and this whole great resignation and everything else, but it's just knowing that your company cares about you. You know, does, does my company care enough to send flowers when my, you know, family member passes away? Does my, my company care enough to allow me time to go be with my family when they need me? And I think that that says more, especially to these generations that are coming up and saying, Hey, look, I want better work-life balance. I don't want that, that, you know, work 80 hours a week kind of job anymore. And I think you get more out of people when you show them that you genuinely care about their well-being too. So I think that's great. Kudos to you for that. Um, so how many people do you have in your company now? It was just you. <laughs> it was just me. Um. So the last time I checked, we had 17 people, but we just extended six job offers wow. last week. Wow. That's amazing. And so 17 plus six. Wow. Good for you. Yay. Well, I hope it continues growing because it sounds amazing. So tell me about starting out. So as you, you say, okay, dad, I'm going to go do this. Where do you start? I mean, you have this great idea, you have this product, you know it's good, but where do you where do you start? I mean, it's it's an idea, right? So so I I so let me let me clarify. I have in in the beginning, I had no great ideas. Uh-huh. This great idea was my dad's and my sister's. Okay. So this uh, I definitely saw that their idea was a great idea. And I just wanted to magnify that and tell as many people as humanly possible about it. Yeah. But to, to an- you know, to really answer your question, the first place that I went, which thank God, um, was I went to, um, my mother-in-law, my now mother-in-law. Okay. So I got married back in April, April 17th. One year anniversary is coming up. Congratulations. Thank you. And my mother-in-law, her name is Shirley Gary. And okay. Shirley Gary is a bomb, badass saleswoman. She's the head broker of this big real estate company called Engel and Volkers. Okay. Shirley, when Michael, my husband was born, um, they Sh- Shirley and her husband got divorced. Okay. And Shirley was literally like single mom having to like having to go hungry at night because she had to feed Michael. I mean, legitimately this woman is insane. She like I think she sent Michael to daycare when he was like 2 weeks or 4 weeks old because she literally had to yes. and she chose a daycare that was right next to her work uh-huh. so that she could feed him during her lunch break wow. and go visit him like yeah. it it was freaking wild yeah. and this woman has built an empire mm. based off of just sheer tenacity hard work and charisma and so the first place that I went was to Shirley's office she um she had a place at the shops of Buckhead. Okay. And we mapped out together what those buckets could possibly be and who I needed to target. So you right. had athletics, sweaty occupations, uh-huh. events, retailers, all of these different places. Okay. And the lowest hanging fruit that we that I had was my high school love it. Uh-huh. So yeah. athletic bucket. Uh-huh. Let's go and test out this product like with the athletic training team at Love It. And that's how it I built it from there. I bought wow. a backpack cooler, showed up to Love It, gave them samples, said, hey, try it at your next football game. Yeah. They told me, 
hey, listen, this product is insane. We tried it on our football game this past Friday. We had 10 um, people on the team that typically have cramps and they're uh-huh. debilitating cramps where they can't play anymore. Wow. We gave them one bottle of Biolite before that before the game, one bottle at halftime, and nine of them did not cramp at all. Wow, that's amazing. And so from there, once I had that testimonial, mm. all I wanted to do was go and find more Lovitz. Right. Go and find more people to tell me that this stuff was amazing and that it worked. Because yes, I mean, of course, like when I tried it, huzzah. Like, yeah. Of course, Jesslyn, you're going to think that yeah. this product is wonderful because you want it to be wonderful. You right. want it to work. But other people aren't going to be as nice. They don't care as much as you do. So right. they're going to tell you if this stuff sucks. Yeah. Or they're going to tell you if it's great. And they told me that it was great over and over and over again. And that's pretty much how we got our foot in the door. That's amazing. And then, so you started there and then you went to fraternities, which, hello, that's another brilliant idea. Because, <laughs> because um, they're very, I mean, obviously when you have drinking and partying and, you know, they, you know, sports and activities and everything else that they're doing, of course, hydration is huge, right? And right. not only that, but they, they tend to kind of have a, a little bit of a Cult like following, I guess, in in colleges, and so you have these guys who are out there, you know, drinking the product, pushing it, representing it, and I think that that's a brilliant marketing strategy. Um, any college campuses, you know, to go straight for Greek life and say, hey, you know, what about this product? What do you think about it? And then you have this following of like, you know, this this built in community in a college campus, and I think that's a brilliant strategy. Thank you. So, okay. And so then Kroger. So Kroger was a big step. So Kroger, you mentioned that you had a meeting with uh, with somebody at Kroger and you didn't feel like it was going well. No. So tell me about that. So I'm going to go back to the fraternity thing real quick yeah. and then I'll get to Kroger. Yes. So going back to the fraternity thing. So I, be, thank God, my sister married Adam Zabo because my middle sister Madeline married Adam. Adam is in wine sales. Okay. And so when I was selling Biolite out of the back of my car yes. to high school football teams, he was like, listen, love you, love the hustle, but this is not how beverages work. <laughs> you right. have to get a distributor. Yeah. So Adam was the one that hooked me up with all of these different distributors that he knew in the industry. Uh-huh. And so the thing was, was that we had already gotten a, we went in with our first meeting with the distributor, with a distributor, and they had told us no because we didn't have enough retail accounts. Okay. I'd had a ton of high schools, but not enough retail, Got it. which makes sense. Yeah. So then my next meeting, we had a meeting with Savannah Distributing. And I did research on Savannah Distributing and figured out that their CEO and the CEO before him and the CEO before him were all related. Wow. And they all went to UGA. Wow. And they all went to SAE. Mm-hmm. And my dad is a UGA SAE. Awesome. So when I figured out that there was that connection and I needed retail stores – I went into Athens and just opened up – I probably opened up like 25 accounts wow, in two days. Wow, that's amazing. And which was – which I, I desperately needed it. Plus in that two days, 
I had spoken at UGA's SAE for their chapter meeting, and I had sold 900 bottles of BioLite to that fraternity for their parents' weekend. Wow. So I was going into Savannah with some, you know, with some bullets that I could use Mm -hmm. and saying, yes, like this has legs. Okay. Y'all please take me on. So they were very skeptical. God bless them. They were very skeptical. Uh But they said, yes, they were like, yes, we are, you know, we're in, we're going to order four pallets. And we were like, oh my God, four pallets. Like now reference, how many is that? How many bottles? Uh, 4,500. Wow. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So many. It's so many. So many. Especially when our previous order was the biggest order we had had was from Buford High School for 240 bottles. Wow. So it was, we were like, we've made it. Like, yes, that's incredible. <laughs> right. That, yeah. But yes. you learn in beverages, that's not very much. Oh, okay. So, so here's the deal. We, um, so we, so I met with Savannah. They said, yes, let's do it for pallets. But then as weeks passed, right. we had, hey, actually, we're going to back it down to three. Actually, mm. we're going to back it down to two. Actually, we have this in with Kroger. If you can sell it to Kroger, then we'll take it on. But if you can't, then sorry, oh, no. no dice. Wow. Okay. And so they were like, and the meeting is in a week. <gasps> And I was like, great, (laughs) awesome, amazing. I will be there with bells on. Uh And so what I did was I went to – so let me be frank. Every fiber of my being was like, no effing way. Right. (laughs) They are are wiggled their way out of this. Congrats to them. I'm starting off at square one. There's no way I'm going to pull this off. Right. But I was like, I I have always been of the mindset that – if you put your best effort in, if you try your – and you leave nothing, mm-hmm. like as much as you possibly can, if you really try, it will work out. Yeah. So I put a presentation together. I get it checked out by the Atlanta Tech Village. I I mean, I get my rolling cooler. I get my outfit laid out. I'm, you know, uh-huh. have my – I give my sales pitch to multiple people. Like, I am so prepared for this meeting. It is outrageous. So at least if they say no, I can feel good about it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I walk in and <sighs> this meeting gets started. And I thought that I was going to be in the front of a boardroom. I mean, we're talking Kroger here. Right, yeah. Long table, me at one end, being Vanna White, and the other person, you know, just like clapping. Right, right, right. Wow, isn't she amazing? Right, right, right. And so that's not how it was. Oh. (laughs) Randy Waters, who was the head of the all-natural division, took me back to a cubicle. Oh, wow. So we are – maybe there's a foot in between our faces. Okay. Uh-huh. I am so close to this man. And he's in a bow tie. It's uh-huh. pastel, but he is not smiling. Okay. Not at all. So my presentation, which I've printed, praise Jesus, heads up to anybody going into a presentation, always print it. Right. Just in case they don't have an adapter. Uh-huh. So we print it. So I print it and I go through this with him. And in the beginning, I just start like, and I was like, you know what? <sighs> Randy. Let me take a step back. Let me start over. And that's when 
I give them a little razzle-dazzle. Uh-huh. I go through the whole thing the best of my ability. He is not smiling. He is not giving me any feedback visually. Uh-huh. And I am just like, this is going so bad. <laughs> it's going – I'm thinking it's oh going horrendous. Gosh, yes. But by the time that the presentation ends, Randy just sits there and he is like, okay, so this is where we're going to put it. Uh-huh. And he starts naming these hundreds of stores wow. in all these coolers that Biolite is going to go in. That's amazing. And That's so cool. I am so shocked that I, at the end of him telling me where this is going to go, I'm like, Randy, just to confirm, <laughs> you like Biolite? Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to put it into hundreds of Kroger's. Wow. And so I asked him, I was like, why – are you saying, why are you saying yes? Like, and he was like, listen, 99% of water companies, which by the way, he had no idea what Biolite was because it's not water. (laughs) 99% of water companies I say Uh no to, Uh but your passion, your enthusiasm, this thing is going places. Wow. Or at least I think it's going places. Uh Uh-huh. So here we are. That's so amazing. So that is so cool. So he sits there and you're thinking you're bombing the whole time. And meanwhile, he's calculating how many stores he's going to put you in. That is so cool. Oh, that's a neat way to phrase that. Yeah. 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 He was. Very cool. All right. So tell me, um, there was one particular phrase that you used in in an interview and it said, every business uh, needs gas, a break, and glue. So tell me about that philosophy because I think that that's really insightful. So I got the gas, the break, and the glue terminology from a resource that we use called Culture Index. Okay. So Culture Index is a platform which it, it's pretty much like a personality test okay. for businesses. Oh, interesting. And okay. it helps you understand, you know, where people's strengths are, what people enjoy doing in the workplace, what they yeah. don't enjoy doing, what their best communication style is. And I have very data-driven, analytical, like numbers-oriented people on my team. Okay. Me with a personality test, I'm like, oh my gosh, sign me up. Let's right, right. do it. I will be there, you know, you know, seven right. days a week and twice on Sunday. Uh-huh. But the other members of my team – They think it's a load of hogwash. Uh Like, this is so stupid. I don't get it. The thing that Culture Index did to convince them that this was a tool that we needed was it mapped out a personality like a chart. Okay. So there are lines. There are dots. There are – there's an X. There's a Y – an X and Y value. Like, all of those things. Yeah. So uh, we – so when we got – in to so when we got into the culture index thing and take me back to your question um gas blue uh, gas okay gas i was like where is she going with this (laughs) so the gas that break the glue from culture index my personality trait Uh is a very gluey person okay i love people i love culture i Always put people first. I am something, I am a person that holds people together. Okay. Jason, our VP of sales, 
is all gas. Uh-huh. So he is the pedal to the metal, go forward, conquer. There's a path of dead bodies behind me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get out of my way. This is my goal and I'm going to achieve it. Sure. But then you've got our CFO, Matt Beecham, who is break. Uh-huh. Ay, ay, ay. Don't go too fast. We might run into a brick wall. Uh Oh, no. We got to stay within the lines. We have to be profitable. Uh, We can't do that because it's too much. Like all of those things. And the fact that our leadership team has three of those things, gas or all of those things, the gas, the brake, and the glue – is the reason why our leadership team is so effective. Absolutely. Because you don't, because if you have all gas, you are going to run yourself into a brick wall. Absolutely. You're talking, I mean, I mean, uh, like Enron. Uh Uh-huh. All gas. Yeah. If you have all glue, we're hanging out together, but there's no purpose. Right. We're just buddies. Right. If you have all break, you're never going to go anywhere. Mm. But the trifecta of those three is exceptional to have, especially in my experience, from a leadership team. Yes, for sure. And But you have to be careful of that because you're like, okay, so because that leadership team, yes, it's very balanced as of now, but let's say we add a CMO. Yeah. Let's say we add a COO. Okay, do we need more gas in this? Mm-hmm. Is this an offensive player? Or is this a defensive player? Do we need more break? Yeah. Hey, do we need more glue? And and that's every single position in your company. You're going to potentially need, like if you're looking for a recruiter, you're potentially going to need more, like, and you need a ton of people coming in your team. Right. You might need a gas person. Yeah. yeah. Fine, 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 fine. But let's go conquer. If you have, but if you have a gas person that's in your accounting manager position, you're like, no, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? We can't spend $10 million we don't have. <laughs> no, ma'am. That's not your job. Right, right, right. So I think valuing what you bring to the table and really getting that nice balance yeah. helps it's helped us. Absolutely. Well, and we've done something similar. There's a there's a book called You Said This, I Heard That by Kathleen Edelman. Have you ever heard of that one? No, but I love the title. Um, so you are very yellow. Uh, it sounds like your sales guy is a red and it and your CFO is a blue, right? So it's it's colors, right? So it's yellow, green, blue, red, and it's extrovert versus introvert. So I am a very red person, so I'm extroverted process-oriented. So I'm an extrovert process-oriented person. I believe Rowan, our coordinator, is a uh, – she is a very green person. So she is introverted. Did you say Green. Green. What's, did you say green? Oh, yeah. Blue, green, yellow, red. Got it. Blue, okay. green, yellow, red. So she is an introverted people person. Ah. Okay. So there is um, – you would be yellow, which would be extroverted people person. Probably. And then your sales guy is probably like me, extroverted process. And then your CFO is a blue, which is introverted process. They are definitely process. So yes. So process meaning that we are going to figure out the track that we want to be on necessarily. And so anyways, that's, it's very interesting, but I am a big personality test person myself. I studied psychology in college and I'm fascinated by what makes people tick and how teams can work together and how you can develop effect, you know, efficiency and effectiveness. And so, yeah, I love that so much. So what inspires you? What inspires me? 
that is, as, as you, as this probably won't come as a surprise, but there are a lot of things that inspire me mm-hmm. on a daily basis. But I would have to say something that is extremely complex and like something that is extremely complex or a a feeling or an emotion that is described or put in a way that is done very simplistically. Okay. So I am extre- – that's the whole reason why I love theater. Yeah. I love art. I uh-huh. love paintings. God bless I love paintings because something that can be done and drawn or visualized so sim- so simply – can mean so effing much. Yeah. And I just love, and and it kind of plays into my OCD, that pull in of, wow, that makes so much sense. Like there was a, um, I'm big on, like what I like to do for fun. I love interior design. I love going into an antique store and finding a piece that just, speaks to me on all of my levels. And one of my favorite, so when we went on our honeymoon out West, I I knew that I had to find a piece of art and I wanted to spend a bunch of money on it (laughs) because I was like, listen, this is, this is going to like, our kids are going to see this. This is, this is meaningful. We're on our honeymoon. I can do this. And I found these, I found these gorgeous citrine stones that are on this gold it's this raised gold plaque and then this very thin citrine yellow so it's funny you said I'm mm-hmm. yellow yellowish brown stone and what the sim- the symbolism of a citrine is it's not only beautiful it is wealth it oh, is wealth yeah. of not only money but wealth of relationships wealth of your life, really squeezing all the juice out of your life. Mm-hmm. And so I got two of them and put them right in the center of our, like, of, of our den so that we see them, we feel them all day, every day. Very and cool. That type of symbolism, mm-hmm. that type of feeling is what really inspires me. I love it. I love it. And I love that when you have something so simplistic, it's interpreted differently by different people. Yes. Right? So isn't that, yeah, I, I love art for that reason, is just the interpretation. You yeah. Know, it could be totally different for me and you and, and anyone else who looks at it. So mm-hmm. fantastic. And then what advice would you give to 18-year-old you? Besides from break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> I play, I play. <laughs> just kidding. Um, the advice that I would give 18-year-old Jesslyn is to work. Uh-huh. Listen, no. Am I going to do recruiting for the rest of my life? Yeah. No. Am I going to do stand-up comedy for the rest of my life? No. Do I think Biolite is something I can do for the rest of my life? Yes. But there were so many opportunities of, yeah, okay, no, you have no idea what you're going to do. Right. However, you don't need to find that spot right now. Go explore because – God and life have a way of teaching you things in those moments where you don't think you're meant to be 
in that moment. Mm-hmm. However, the knowledge, or there's maybe like one piece of information that needs to be learned from that experience, or there's one little tidbit that you could use in your everyday life from that job. So I would say, mm-hmm. you know, be a waitress. Yeah. Work at a theater. Absolutely. Try this. Do that. Get as much wealth that life can bring you. Yeah. Because it's go- even if you don't think it's going to translate, mm-hmm. life has a way of surprising you. Yes. Like absolutely. I said, with the, you know, with the recruiting job, I had no idea that those skills would translate. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and I know that's not a very good example because I'm like, there's a direct correlation into what I'm doing now. That's not what I mean. I mean like in stand-up comedy when I was working there, uh-huh. I learned – yes, I was terrible at it. But I learned that the best comics aren't always the funniest. However, there's an 80-20 rule when it comes to comedy. Okay. That comedy is 80% getting someone to like you. Okay. And then 20% actually being funny. Oh, interesting. So you just have to be likable on stage. 80% of it. Huh. You have to be funny. Yeah. You got to be a little bit funny. You okay. got to be funny. <laughs> okay. But that that nu- that little nugget yeah. has just been so inspiring and so transferable uh-huh. into different aspects of my life that I, I would just say to my 18-year-old self, go and work. Yeah. It doesn't make sense right now, but just do something with yourself and you will benefit from it. Well, and I think theater too. I mean, theater, I think, you know, when you're in theater, you, your goal is to draw people into your story and your character. And with you selling BioLite, drawing people into the story of BioLite, drawing people into, you know, wanting them to be as passionate about it as you. And you can do that through, you know, theater teaches you that. And so when you think this is just fun, I don't know if I can do this as a job. You're learning from it. You're learning from theater. You're learning from comedy. You're learning from being a ticket taker. You're learning from recruiting. You know, there's so many. I mean, I I was the same way. I worked in so many different positions. And I thought to myself, is this the black hole of my career, you know, working in this job? And really, whether it's people that I meet, or things that I've learned, or places that I've gone, there's something to take away from every single experience. So yes, I think that's absolutely right. Okay. And so last question. Um, What do you wish more people knew? In general? In general, just anything. What do you wish more people knew about my life? (laughs) I'll tell you that. That'd be nice. Um, You know what's funny about that? So I went to a pharmacy convention Uh um, uh two weeks ago. And it was the first convention that I ever went to where people were like, yeah, I've heard of BioLite. Yeah, I've heard of BioLite. You know what's this is funny? Amazing. I was like, first of all, awesome. Second of all, like, oh, <laughs> like, this is a weird feeling because I was like, I want more people that haven't heard about it. Yeah, yeah. And of, of course that plays sure. into it because I love the newness. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And I was just like, that was that. that's a neat, you know, bittersweet situation that we're – in sure. this in this phase, we're growing out of that yeah. of, of that. So that that would be cool, um, and also not cool. But um, <laughs> so what I wish more people knew, I think it would be really good for people to just get inside their own thoughts mm-hmm. and to fi- and just to see who they are as a person. Yeah, and just to sit with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that can provide a lot of clarity. 
like I agree for my for myself when I was in college like I said I worked so hard to make really good grades and I would I would force myself to study and study and pull all-nighters and it's like calm down you're a theater major but like <laughs> like I worked so hard and I would not go out and see people and if I had known that Listen, in this world, what you think you're doing is what is what you need to be doing. But if you really knew yourself, you could build something based off of exactly the life that is going to feed your soul. Yes. And and I, that that sounds really in depth and like super heady, but I just I, I think people I, I wish people knew themselves more. Yeah. And what they needed because they could build their lives based off of what they want. Yeah. Easier. I agree. I think that's brilliant because I I am, you know, as much as I studied psychology, it was really when I started getting into psychology that I understood, oh, that's why I do this. This is this makes sense. And then I took the Myers Briggs and I learned that I was an ENTJ. And I remember being so frustrated through my 20s and and just feeling like, why don't I fit in with, you know, why can't I be this type of person or that type of person? Why do I feel like I'm not fitting into these bigger groups of, you know, people? Why do I obsess over different things? And so I, once I took the Myers-Briggs, I learned I'm ENTJ, which ENTJ, it just, you know, after I read it, I was like, oh my God, this is who I am really. <laughs> like, this is who I really am. Not the one that I portray to people to try to fit in, but this is who I really am. And the reason I feel like I'm different is because I'm different. It's 1% of women are an ENTJ. So when I feel like I'm not you know, as coddling and nurturing as a lot of women, it's because I'm not. <laughs> and so it doesn't make me a bad person. And thank God. And, and so it's like, but it took that, it took that like reading through it. I'm like, yeah, this is me. This is actually who I am. And it allowed me to kind of accept me for who I am and understand that there's certain things I'm going to be good at because they come naturally to me. And then certain things I might have to work a little bit hard at, harder right. at. And it doesn't make me a bad person. It just doesn't mean that I... You know, it means that we're all different and accepting those differences and, you know, like you said, understanding who you are as a person and what drives you and what you're passionate about and then designing the life around that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. You know, if I tried to do anything but be a CEO, I'd be thrown out on my on my butt. So <laughs> I'm good at running a business, probably not so good working for other people. So, but I learned that about myself. And so, but I think that uh, the more you learn about yourself and this comes with age and it comes with, you know, wanting to dig into that, that part of you, because some people are, um, I think some people are still a little bit afraid to really dig in and find out who they really are. But I think it, it definitely allows you to design the life that you want to live and that, that will fulfill you, you know? So I think that has um, so much value. So fantastic brilliant i love it thank you well thank you jesslyn this has been really really insightful and i love your story and i love your energy and i think that you are going to do some really incredible things with biolite and um i mean you can honestly do anything you want in this world because you're so charismatic so i think that um you will do great things so thank you so much for your time thank you Angela. it's been a lot of fun thank you for joining our guests on the pretty powerful podcast and we hope you've gained new insight and learned from exceptional women. 
Remember to subscribe or check out this and all episodes on prettypowerfulpodcast.com. Visit us next time. And until then, step into your own power.